What's up, party people? Welcome back to another episode with The Naked Nutritionist. My name is Dawn Favorites, and this episode is pretty special. I am bringing on two good friends of mine, and we are going to talk everything holistic health, mobility, nutrition, life struggles. We're going to announce some really um, awesome news, and you'll just get a deeper look into our lives as wellness professionals in this industry, a little bit about our stories, and a, and a lot about what we're up to. So I hope you enjoy this podcast as much as I enjoyed recording it. What's up? What's up? What's up? Hi. Hello. <laughs> we have our Am first I? guest, Justin. How's it going? It's going well. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. I am really, I've been looking forward to this, so I'm ready to get it going. Yeah. So we all, we have one more guest. She'll be um, coming on soon. But while we wait for her, Justin, tell us a little bit who you are, um, where you're from, and anything else you want to share about yourself that you want the uh, listeners to know. I got you. So uh, my name's Justin. I, I actually am a yoga teacher. Uh, I refer to myself as a wellness recovery, recovery specialist. Um, so that really just involves uh, different types of modalities. Uh, one of them being assisted stretch, um, but it's got a little twist on it. Uh, so uh, if you're a little bit more interested, you, they could actually follow my Instagram at the Justin High. That's a really good way to kind of check me out and see what I'm up to. Um, and right here, born and raised in Dallas. So that's definitely where you could find me. I'm pretty easy to find out. Here. Raised in the big D. Everything's bigger in Texas. Um, I have discovered that in the past two or three, three years now that I've lived here. Um, and I was just telling Justin earlier about an incident with my cat and <laughs> these Texas sized roaches. I call them Gerald because I am extremely scared <laughs> of roaches. And it just sounds a little nicer for a Gerald to be in my house than a, a roach. And if you don't know, um, in Texas, they're, they call them water bugs, but they're just really huge roaches they live here they're not attracted to dirt they just live here um and i hate them but here we are in the big <laughs> thank you for that introduction um justin so yes follow him on instagram he's a nice little treat to look at and also to follow and just to learn about um his offerings as far as being a recovery specialist tiara just hopped on hey girl hey <laughs> How's it going? Going well. Excited to get into this with you all. So, yeah. So, Tierra, tell us a little bit about who you are, um, what you do, how do we find you on the socials, and anything else you want the um, audience to know. Will do. I am Tierra Renee. I'm a meditation and yoga teacher, as well as a holistic wellness coach. And my business is built around embracing individuality. Um, I'm born and raised in Houston, Texas, but uh, I went to the Army right out of high school, so I've moved around everywhere since then. I'm now out of the Army and in Nacogdoches, Texas, but Ooh. I'm always in Dallas <laughs> and I Houston, so um, I move around a lot. I love to travel. That's always been in me, so I do that a lot, and um, 
that's pretty much it. I love wellness and what it's done for me. And now getting to see what it does to others through me and through the people that I've now worked with, such as Don and I'm getting to know Justin as well. So it's always just beautiful. Yes. Um, this entire podcast has been built around um, my own journey as a holistic health and wellness specialist. Um, I'm a holistic nutritionist, yoga instructor, Reiki practitioner. I do some shadow work coaching or life podcast. And I called it the naked nutritionist because I truly believe that we should be living our lives as naked as possible, being as genuine as possible. And the only way to truly achieve that genuineness is to take care of yourself. Um, and when I met these two, um, so I met Tierra last year. She was one of my clients and uh, she hired me to be her nutritionist. She was dealing with some imbalances in the body and uh, best in her health and nip shit in the butt. Um, we curse on this podcast, by the way, guys. So <laughs> feel free to also curse. Um, but yeah. we started working together and <laughs> something that really stuck out to me about Tierra was just her desire for life and her desire to heal and just constantly improve. Um, and it reminded me of my hunger at her age when I realized, okay, Dawn, you got to get your shit together. You're 26 years old, but you feel like you're 50 and something's not right. And um, I believe Tierra, you are, how old are you? 23? 24. 24. So I'll be 24. Yes. Yeah, so she <laughs> is young in age, but older in experience. And I would say a very mature woman. And she's really committed her um, life to helping others achieve full body wellness, just like myself. And I thought it was pretty cool that she, um, a coach herself went out to hire a coach. I always tell my clients this, I hire coaches because mm -hmm. although I am an expert, I'm tired. So I tell people what to do all day long. I now need someone to tell me what to do. And it's nice to just have some accountability to help you, you know, get through whatever it is that you're going through. So that's how I met Tierra. She's an amazing person. Also, Tierra just um, participated in one of my holistic wellness retreats in Bali. So we got to spend a lot of time with each other. And I got to- Cue the Rich Brian music. Yes! I got to, <laughs> I got to um, a little bit more on a deeper level and in a personal level. And even before Bali, and when we connected uh, during our relationship, when we worked together, I already knew I wanted to be her friend in some way, shape, or form because she was just- a wonderful person and we connected and shared a lot of um our our story was basically the same you know the things that we had been through in childhood all the way up to what I was currently dealing with um back when we were working together she was like yeah I'm going through that same thing so another thing I love about being in the business of coaching and being um a role model a, a leader for people is like we don't have to have these perfect put together lives. We can be going through shit and also helping people. And honestly, most, most persons who become coaches, doctors, um, per, um, professors, or just a person who is in some type of 
leadership role, they have a story. They've been through something and they went through it so that they could help other people going through those things get on the other side. So um, that's how I know Tiara. So we're going to move on to some uh, some more questions. Um, so Justin, you spoke a little bit about, um, you know, the offers, the offerings that you do, but Tell, tell us a little bit about your story. How has taking care of yourself um, using a holistic approach helped you in areas of your life you never thought it would? Can you hear, can you hear me? Can, can yeah, you hear me? We can hear you now. Okay, okay hear that, you. Was, that was so weird. Anyway, um, <laughs> so Technology. yeah, for sure. And I'm not sure. editing that part out. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so I like to tell the story because um, it's really funny because I think a lot of I think a lot of men would have the exact same thing happen to them. So I was always kind of interested in the body, right? Of course, uh, being a, being an athlete, that was kind of how I got into knowing myself and the sport that I chose to do was swimming, which is a little bit different. It's not so much focused on weightlifting and things like that. It is at the higher levels once you get there. Um, but a lot of it is really just kind of involved with technique and knowing where to, what to do with your body and how to move it so that's kind of the biggest thing that kind of drew me in and from there once I got to college uh, swam in college and finished uh, my swimming days uh, hung up my speedo as I like to say um, I got into I took a Pilates class in college for like a semester um, and of course I was the only man in in the room but it was really interesting and it kind of sparked my interest in um, different types and different modes of, of, of fitness uh, after I graduated college, I then went to, into personal training. Um, and from personal training, I kind of, I got, I was on Instagram just like we all were around that time because it had just really started getting popping like 2011, 2012. And, um, I, there was a influ yoga influencer. She was doing a yoga challenge and that kind of piqued my interest in terms of just wanting to learn and understand how I can heal my, how I can move my body. But then it became more about the practice of yoga. Um, every day I would spend hours trying to, to get the perfect pose, not really knowing what I was doing, um, and then just taking it into my own hands and, and studying. Um, and once I did that, I kind of expanded into really diving into the yogic practice. And um, it really kind of shows in my life that you can start in a really vain place in terms of proving something to your body and just trying to, and just being curious and then take it into a wholly different space of nurturing your emotional side your spirit and finding a way to really take care of yourself when you know there are so many vices out there for us to fall into in this world and it's very easy to distract yourself from yourself um and that was one thing that i guess i've always been drawn to is just not being distracted from myself in terms of trying to learn me um I feel like the more I learn me, the more I can help others. And all I've really ever wanted to do is help others. Um, and I try and do that in the work that I do now. And uh, I, I continue to do that with any person that I meet if I can. That's beautiful. Thank you for sharing. Um, I think so. Fun fact about the three of us. We are all yoga instructors, of course. You know, the yogis find each other. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think. A common story I hear amongst uh, yoga teachers is, you know, their very first yoga class was like a Bikram yoga class. But 
that wasn't the story um, <laughs> that Dustin mm-hmm. just told. And that was very interesting that, you know, you found yoga via fitness. And um, I'll speak for myself. I found yoga um, when I was 18 years old and I, I was with a friend and she was like, hey, girl, been doing this Bikram class and like it's been making me lose a lot of weight. At mm-hmm. that point, I was just like, mm, I don't care about that. I'm just I'm young. I don't really know what I'm doing. I I think I need to move my body. So like, let's try this yoga stuff because I'm not an athlete. Um, And so tried Bikram, fell in love. I sweated like I've never sweat in my life before. I was sweating in the shower and I just Mm -hmm. couldn't believe it. I was like, how am I still sweating? And I'm taking a shower. Um, And after that class, I just, I felt a way that I had never felt before. Um, I felt calm and very uh meditated and at 18 so all my life I've been a very um you can say a weird person I've always been into the woo woo very witchy that's another that's a that's a story for another episode but so naturally yoga was something that I was drawn to um and it opened up so many things in my life that I never knew it would open up to. And here we are, I'm 33. So that's about 17 years later, 16 years later. I don't math well. Um, (laughs) And it's the gift that keeps on giving. So I love hearing um, people's story and you know, how they got into wellness, whether it was through a van, a vain reason. I mean, I think we all do, you know, eventually, you know, years later, when I really started to be consistent in my own, um, in taking care of my body, it was for vanity. And I'll share that story on this episode in a second. Um, but it's interesting, the, what we first get into wellness for and then how it just shapes our life in so many ways that we never thought it would. Um, so thank you for sharing your story with us. Tiara, what would you say? Um, well, how would you, ex- how would you say that, you know, you taking this holistic approach to your um, health and wellness, like what areas of your life has it helped that s- surprised you the most, the most? I want to start by saying it definitely, it's helped every area, honestly, but what surprised me the most was my mindset. It's been a complete switch, and um, I'm sure y'all know how, like, Snapchat does not, I don't know if y'all use it, but I don't use it anymore, but I keep it just because it shows me my memories from yeah. here ago years today, and it shows me right. to, like, six years ago today, so it's interesting to look back and see how I talked, who I was, how I interacted, things I would even share publicly back then compared to who I've become now, the and that's such a simple example to use, but it just really put it in perspective for me. Like I've, my mindset has changed completely um, by diving into holistic wellness. Although now, like that's why I chose holistic wellness with my coaching that I do is because it's every area and it looks at me as a whole person and every area has now been affected and I just keep growing. And it's um, been a process to just see how it continues to change me day by day like I look up and I'm a new person next week (laughs) and um, it's interesting to see how it just keeps unfolding Um, or it's like I'm going in a circle but I'm going up a spiral upward (laughs) yeah I like that that sounds good (laughs) (laughs) that's the perfect way it's the unalum symbol. So if yeah. you're not familiar, if you're not a yogi or you don't know symbols, um, the unalum sy- 
symbol re basically represents the journey in life. And, and it looks like a spiral. So it starts um, in a squiggly line and it goes all the way down. And then there's this like straight line. And I mean, life is that life is an uphill spiral. Mm -hmm. um, it's not a downhill battle. It's an uphill spiral. If you look at it that way, if you are doing your due diligence as a person and taking care of your mind, your body and spirit, life is about balance. Um, and something that I believe and I think the three of us all believe is that you cannot have, have health in your body if you have a very unhealthy mind. Mm -hmm. mm, you know, that's the truth. Right. It's the reason why dieting doesn't work because those are temporary fixes to something that is a long-term problem. You know, we don't become um we don't become who we are overnight. You don't gain weight overnight. You don't lose weight overnight. You don't become a new person overnight. It takes years of practice. And when it comes to, for example, changing your body composition or even something like healing your gut, if your mind is full of darkness, everything else is going to be impossible because you don't have the emotional capacity long lasting things you are not going to be disciplined because your mind is in this state of negativity and it lives there. So, you know, this holistic approach simply means to take care of you, the entire person, not just your diet, not just your exercise. It's you, your body, your mind, and your spirit. Um, and that's why I love working with the both of uh, with Justin and Tierra because they have similar beliefs and I've seen them how they take care of their mind, their body and spirit. And, you know, it's the reason why we're all yoga instructors, teachers, practitioners, whatever you want to call it, because that is it's a lifestyle. Yoga is a lifestyle and it's um, and it's an it's a tool. It's an approach to help you understand how to take care of your mind, your body and your spirit. Um, so. How has taking, um, or rather, Justin, tell me at what point you decided to take control of your life and start this healing process, whether it was healing your physical body, your emotional body, you know, we've all been through some trauma, we don't need to go into what trauma, but what point made you go, I need to start this healing process? Um, oh, man. It's kind of funny because I feel like I've had a few times where I've had to reset from there from the first time because the first like real big time was after uh, after I had after my me and my daughter's mom after I broke up with my daughter's mom and I was really out in the the, the world and I didn't it took me uh, a full on year to realize like I was really depressed and I couldn't like really shake it you know what I mean so like I, I had to. It was at that point where I'm like looking at my life, I'm seeing things in certain ways and I'm just like, okay, I really need to rearrange how I'm doing things, how I'm moving. And at that point in time, literally the path of yoga opened itself up to me. Did I cut out again? Yeah, yes. you're back. I don't know where I cut out, but I'm just going to keep telling my story. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so um, at about the time where like I really had gotten into the practice of yoga was like the path of yoga opened itself up to me um, really around the time I had my old Instagram page. Uh, once I got up and rolling, 
Uh, it was very popular, um, and it was literally just dedicated to me just doing yoga at that point in time. I didn't really expand it out into m- much else. Um, but my uh, there the place that I worked at is uh, a fitness a fitness club that's pretty popular. Fitness chain that's pretty popular. Um, and my basically my yoga mom, as I refer to her as, basically just walked up to me one day and was like, "Hey, so." I know you're on Instagram. I've seen what you do. What do you think about becoming a yoga teacher? And I just thought to myself, I don't know. Like, I don't have the money to do the training here. It's way too expensive. Um, and I, she just said, don't worry about it. And basically, I ended up getting like a scholarship to become a yoga teacher. And that's kind of when I knew, like, this path is totally meant for me. Um, and the more I, I loved my, my 200-hour training, it was probably one of the most transformative experiences I'd ever had in my life because I felt like I'd identified so many key points that I needed to identify. Um, and now I finally felt like I had a toolkit to do something about it. Yeah, that's beautiful. I love when the universe um, says, hey, this is your path. So you don't have a choice now. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Just like, hey, so dude, like, Every time you try and ignore this, you're coming right back. (laughs) Yeah. And how wonderful is that, you know, um, to be able to partake in a free yoga teacher training. Yeah. Um, If you're a yoga teacher here in the West, then you know it. it, Those these prices are absolutely ridiculous. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to keep it real. (laughs) (laughs) And um, I. Yeah, and I can speak for myself here. I'm a little bit more of a yoga <laughs> traditionalist as far as yoga. Um, I don't teach yoga for fitness. I teach yoga is a way of life. And um, I have done my due diligence of studying a more Easternized approach when it comes to yoga because, I mean, that's where it came from. Um, and so when I hear this story from Justin, um, you know, for me, I'm just like, that's really beautiful because in the Western world, you know, you're paying upwards of three to $4,000 for your 200 hour. And it takes months and months and months and months and months. <laughs> and uh, sometimes you really miss out on the yoga. You know, we learn how to teach a class, but um, some of the programs being offered kind of skip over the lifestyle of a yogi, the philosophy, the Hindu culture, and just you know, where it all came from. Um, but to me, when I hear someone, you know, say, hey, I, was, I just showed up and I was doing my thing. And then the manager came over and was like, hey, I think you need to teach yoga. That's like, that's an act of God saying, hey, we're going to give this to you for free. You're going to take this and you'll learn what you're going to do with it later on in life. Um, so that's really, that's a really beautiful story. Thank you for sharing. Mm-hmm. Um, how would you say, becoming a yoga a yoga teacher and um, a recovery specialist and also just again taking control of your health has aided in your emotional healing um basically it aided in my emotional healing uh like i said like i referred to earlier having that toolkit of feeling prepared um i think the biggest thing and the most important thing that yoga taught me is just to how to find stillness. I am a person whose brain is firing all the time. 100% mm-hmm. does not turn off. I have to force it to turn off. Mm-hmm. I think that's very, very normal in our society. Um, 
<laughs> yeah, very normal in our society. So um, once I once I found meditation, because like I said earlier, um, I started a vanity. So like I wasn't I was literally just researching things and just kind of shooting at the hip and trying to figure this out before I actually it took me six years before I ever walked into a studio and actually took a legit class. Um, and I would say meditation was the biggest and best tool um, to just have. And there were points in time in my life where I walked up, where I stepped away from it. And when I did, every time I did, it was like, I lost a piece of myself when I did that. And as I've got, I've, as I've gotten to myself now, like I meditate twice a day. And honestly, I, I feel more like myself than I ever have before. And that, that in and of itself, that ability to turn inward and identify the things that I need to identify to see past selves, to be able to talk to past selves, and really just allow myself to fully experience everything that has happened to me so that I can know when it's coming up or when it, I feel that feeling again and how to deal with it has been immense. It has probably been the best help um, for someone like me. Yes, it is a very common thing um, in this society for everyone to be so distracted. I have a podcast episode actually um, talking about our neuro spicy people. And I talk about, you know, how we are actually influencing those symptoms by this modern society that we live in. And I think that when you really start to um, take yourself serious and take control of your, your health, you don't have to subscribe to, um, culture. You don't have to subscribe to this busy way of life. And I think we learn that. And then we realize like, actually, my mind is not that busy. I just needed to remove the noise that was causing me to overthink to be in 5 million places at uh, once. So I, I, I love um, one of my favorite things to do as a coach is I always stop people and I say, hey, that's common, not normal. <laughs> <laughs> right, because right, right. Yeah. There's a lot of things in this society that is seen as normal because it's common, because so many of us are it, experiencing it. And it's taking away from the fact that it's not fucking normal. It's just common now because, you know, your doctor is just like, well, yeah, you know, a lot of people deal with this. So here's a pill, pill for that. And no one is going, actually, this shit is not normal. Humans were not made this way. We don't have to live this way. How do I go against the grain? Um, and I think that, you know, what I'm hearing from Justin's story, and we'll hear from Tierra's story in just a second, you know, the moment that he decided, like, okay, I got some shit happening in my life. I need, I have some things going on that are making me feel not so good. I need to take control here and do something about it. And it, yoga found him um, and it helped him have tools in his toolbox so that when life happened, he could pull out a tool and handle it rather than just completely crumble and then have this excuse of, well, I'm going through something. So that's why I'm a shitty person right now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I know, wouldn't have been able to live with myself like that. <laughs> yeah, but, there's so, but so many people do live with themselves like this so many people are just like well I'm going through this I've been traumatized so this is what I have or I have ADHD so here's here, this is the excuse for everything in my life right now and it's like but how about we take control so Tierra what about you tell me um tell us what point you decided to take control of your life and start the healing process 
when I realized that you can, your life can look picture perfect and everybody around you can see, oh, she's fine. She's like, you know, uh, what do they call it? High functioning. But on the mm. inside, you're just, it's not right. You can lose the weight. Oof. You can fix, you can cut off relationships. You can do all these things that would make you think, oh yeah, I'm on the right track. You can be going to the yoga classes, doing Pilates, working out, so be it, and still feel miserable or alone and just disconnected from yourself and everything else. And when I hit that point, that's when I started doing the real work because I had went through things. Like you said, we all have, have our own traumas and I was more of the person that was going to rationalize it, get really logical, break down my feelings that way and not feel a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I yeah. rationalize. Yeah. Like yeah. I would put my finger on exactly what it was, what it was causing it and tell, you know, express it verbally, but on the inside, wasn't feeling it. So I never got over anything. I just had all these things just that I carried for years. Probably, I think around 20 is when the real work happened. And it got to the point where I no longer looked good on the outside. I wasn't keeping up my relationships anymore. I gained 80 pounds, cystic acne, and it got really, really bad before I really took the time to like, okay, what do I really enjoy? What do I, um, what can actually fix this memory? What am I really feeling? And getting to the root of it and to the root of who I really was. And that is when the shift started because... I just kept hitting, like, crossing off boxes of life, like these things we have to do in society that to look good, to supposed to feel good, and it wasn't for me. It never was. I just looked like it was, or the people around me thought I was okay because I was crossing off my boxes. I was hitting my goals, but I was not okay. Never was. Mm. Mm. Yes, and I, I'm over here snapping metaphorically. <laughs> <laughs> I hear this, you know, as a holistic nutritionist mostly women I have had some men clients but my heart is with the women because I'm a woman who had suffered as well um and had to take control and and I actually recently told everybody in my life um actually over the last year when I lost my dad I said if you call me a strong woman I might smack you because I'm not strong (laughs) (laughs) and um you know us women are especially us women of color oh my god we are tired of hearing oh you're such a strong black woman (laughs) we don't want to hear that we don't want to hear that because we're not fucking strong we're tired we are in survival mode and we're Mm -hmm. trying to get past this shit so i relate to this story so so much to a t and really i mean that's that's my why and and that's at the point where i decided well there was a previous point before that but that's kind of how I, I um, started my healing process because I was doing, I was checking all the boxes. I was actually, um, I had an unhealthy addiction to healthy food, but at that, in my, at that point in my mind, I was eating healthy. I was um, vegan, vegetarian. I, I uh, flexed between both. I was working out all the time. Um, I was uh, taking kickboxing classes. I was doing that like five days a week. I I was also practicing yoga. I had stopped drinking, but there were still many things happening in my body um, that a 26-year-old probably should not, or anybody at any age should not have been dealing with. I mean, there were times where my body would just hit a wall. I would go show up to this workout class and I could not get past the first five minutes. My body just gave up. There was a time where I was just, all the food I ate hurt. I couldn't digest anything. I was always inflamed. The acne came, my periods were missing. I had back-to-back yeast infections. I had back-to-back bacteria vaginosis. I mean, I was in really 
shitty shape. And I was also dealing with some hardcore depression, suicidal thoughts. I mean, it was, it was bad. And I couldn't understand what was going on until one day it hit me. I had been through a lot of trauma in my life as a child, as a preteen, as a teenager, and even as an adult. And I had never talked about any of it. I never worked with a therapist because I was traumatized because when I was a kid, I was forced into therapy, forced to take um, antidepressants. And I just didn't want to have to go that route again. I really was, something was saying that Dawn, you can heal without the, the artificial stuff and the medicine, but you got to figure this out. And I was just like, Tierra, just like on the inside, I was struggling on the outside. It was like, yay, Dawn's so strong. She can handle everything. She helps us get through everything. She's a great coach. Cause I also became a kickboxing coach and I knew all the answers for everyone else, except for myself. Um, and one day I was about to, um, I was about to get naked with somebody that I was seeing at the time <laughs> and he takes his clothes off and I look at his body and I was like, what am I doing? Why am I 26 years old looking at this? I think he, had, he was 30 something um, at the time looking at this man. He's very beautiful body, very aesthetically pleasing. And I looked at my body and I was like, you need to get your shit together. And I got my shit together. I mean, it's it, over a few few years, but just taking this approach of not just focusing on my diet and my exercise, I started to unpack my childhood trauma. I started to open up about the things that I was going through. I stopped trying to save everybody. And then I all, well, naturally I had um, the friends that I was friends with stop hanging out with me because I was no longer drinking. I wasn't um, participating in these, all-nighters, you know, staying up for 48 hours, doing all types of illicit drugs and all the things one probably should not be doing because it absolutely, you know, ruined my liver. It ruined some of my organs and even my cognitive functions. Um, so I stopped doing that stuff and I stopped trying to save people. And I really started to focus on myself. And for the first time, the world opened up to me, life opened up to me and things started going in the direction that I wanted them to go because I started to heal. And then my body started to heal. I wasn't suffering anymore. Um, so we all have control of our situations. I think that most people struggle with how to take control or they don't believe yeah. that they have control. And until you believe that you, until you believe that, like, until you believe you have complete control over your life, you're going to continuously give that control up to everything else. So thank you both for um, sharing those stories with us. Okay, so my next question, um, Tierra, as a woman of color, what challenges have you faced in the wellness industry? I would say... Um... I'm going to use my clients um, and being that I try to work with others of color, um, mm -hmm. it would be things being chalked up to genetics so often. Mm -hmm. That's my biggest challenge and trying to talk and work through those that because it's a limited belief, I believe. 
um, mm-hmm. with others and get them to see that everything does not have to always be chalked up to genetics or family backgrounds because I've done it myself before I got into wellness and realized it's not genetics. I can change this. Mm-hmm. Um, but I run into that so often and it's a big barrier and it takes a lot of time I've noticed to break down that barrier mm-hmm. and help people see it's not just passed on. It's not something you have to deal with. It's not something I had to deal with. It's more so a choice at the end of the day to make the changes and to see the changes and do the work. Mm-hmm. That's a really great. I love that answer because what just popped up in my mind was when I was a kid, <laughs> um, <coughs> I look different than everybody in on my mom's side of the family. Um, I'm a mixed woman. My mom is white and my dad is, is black. Um, long story short, I had to get separate. I had to get testing done that my brother wasn't getting nobody else was getting and they were like well you know in african-american um households this is common blah 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 now that i know what i know about the body and how things work and what tiara just said you know it really doesn't have to do with genetics honestly it's just poor lifestyle running in the family and we've all you know oh well diabetes runs in my family Mm -hmm. no Diabetes don't run in nobody's family. That's a lifestyle issue. Mm-hmm. Or we're all big bone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or yes, yes. And we wind up, I think, as people of color, we wind up suffering for a long portion of our lives when it comes to our health because we are always told misinformation about diseases that run in African Americans or in Black people or in Latinas or whatever. Not whatever brown nationality you fall under, mm-hmm. um, you know, we are always told that, well, you're just predisposed. Okay, so what am I supposed to do about that? And there's never a solution. It's right. always just like, well, you know, you might want to take this medication or, um, you know, just prepare for it. And it's complete BS. As someone who works with mostly women, mostly women of color, and who is a woman and a person of color, I have completely erased this whole stigma of, well, it runs in my family. There's a lot of shit that runs in my family, but it ran out in me. And it (laughs) has everything to do. (laughs) It has everything to do with your ability to take control of your life and heal. I mean, we have this word generational trauma being thrown around for the last, I don't know, I would say last five to seven years. It's been, Mm -hmm. it's been, thrown around and I can say without even asking um Tierra and Justin like they are generation uh the curse breakers in their family mm-hmm. and and I would say I am too and we have all realized like if this isn't something that that runs in the family because it just simply runs in the family it's just that no one has unlearned the behavior that's gotten them to that place so we have done the work to unlearn this behavior so that we are not another statistic. Um, and I think it's important for everyone, regardless of, you know, if you're a man or a woman of color, you should learn about yourself. You should learn about your body. You should learn about your mind. You should go within and self-reflect so that you can do the healing so that whatever you think you have to go through, you don't have to. You wind up surprising yourself and you go, oh shit, I guess this doesn't run in the family. It's not hereditary. It was just due to my poor lifestyle choices. Um, so thank you for that share. 
Justin, as a man of color, what challenges have you faced in the wellness industry? Um, I think the biggest uh, has the biggest barrier has been trying to find uh, more males to work with or male clientele in general, <laughs> and um, mostly because there, it is changing and it's got it has gotten a lot better in the past few years. But um, the hardest part is really just trying to get men especially men of color to understand that this isn't something that's for lack of a better word gay or uh lame it's it's really just about helping them understand that look this is the most manly thing you could do is figure yourself out figure your shit out because (laughs) quite frankly we spend a lot of time being angry at everybody else and sometimes not even sometimes the the problem is is that we just don't want to look at ourselves and I've had a lot, I've worked with a lot of, a lot of individuals that once they finally have that breakthrough and they do take the opportunity and the chance to just open themselves up to what they can learn, learning they don't want to stop. And no one, no one really should be working that hard. And quite frankly, for any man of color, any man in general, it's time to stop with the macho shit. Like, this is dead, man. Like, we're not in the 20s. We're not in the 40s. We're not in the 60s. We just need to kind of enjoy life and understand that we're all partners together in this life. And, you know, trying to be this alpha male, this dominant male, you can still be that while still being a person of value and a healed person, right? Because you can't just go around carrying trauma after trauma, bad thought after bad thought to each and every place you go. We're really, as men, we're here to really support the women in this world. That's kind of how I've always felt about life um, mm-hmm. as even though we're in power, we're really here to help them yeah. figure, help these women figure out how to take care of the world because they are the natural caregivers of our world. So that's another way to put it. I'm so happy. He just admitted that women run the world. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look, a- any great thing in history is because of women. <laughs> any yes. great thing is because of women. Okay. Wars have been fought over women, you know what I mean? The protection and the seeking of a woman. So, like, I don't want to hear anybody come at me with anything else. Like, yes. Um, yes, this is why we love Justin, because he understands that women are the creators. And without us, this world would really be in shambles. But mm-hmm. <laughs> thank you for that answer, Justin. We thoroughly enjoyed it. <laughs> I'll bet. I'm not going to coach him on that one. <laughs> no, no, that's all me. That's 100% me. <laughs> yes, and I know Justin Take personally. Note, fellas. <laughs> yes, yes, and I know Justin personally. Um, we've been friends for a little bit, and I will have to say that he truly does embody that as a masculine, uh, as a physical manifestation of the masculine. He is pretty well balanced and pretty um, in touch with his feminine side. I've seen him in many different um, aspects of life where for me, I'm just like, I'm not used to men being this way. I know that they exist and I know it's the quote unquote um, right way to be, but I've never really seen it. So getting to know him has been a treat because Ladies, they exist. So (laughs) (laughs) I'll leave it at that. Um, So both obviously have a why, um, you know, your own personal why as to why you chose to 
build a healthy lifestyle and commit to that and have that as your way of life. Um, but I would love for you guys to tell us why you're choosing, um, what's your why? Because so, I may know the why, but they don't. So tell us what your why is and why you're choosing to take this route in life. Tierra, we'll start with you. Because I want to keep feeling my best, regardless of what I'm going through in my life. When I originally started down this path or even getting my certifications, it was more so for myself because I didn't, I wasn't to the point where I wanted to go out and get my own coaches yet, but I wanted this knowledge. I wanted to learn all about yoga. I wanted to learn about meditation. Um, I went to the life coaching certification to coach myself, but after doing it, it was like, everybody can do this. Like you don't mm -hmm. have to have the resources. You don't have to have grown up in the right background. You don't even have to be living the perfect lifestyle right now. Everybody can start taking the steps. Everybody can learn this stuff and everybody can feel their best. Even when you got things around you that are falling apart and, or things that just aren't what you want yet or you're not there yet, you can still feel good, if that makes sense, and wake up with a sense of like happiness for your life regardless of what you have going on yes. if you tailor it to you. So learning that yes. is my why, and it gets me excited every day because everybody, when I say everybody, <laughs> everybody can do this. Yes. <laughs> like and I love not some big, big thing, you know? <laughs> yes, and I love right. what you just said. Um, you said you can, you can tailor this to your yourself. And that is exactly my approach um, when I work with someone or just the approach I've taken um, with my myself. You know, I think we all have gone through this whole, like, I got to follow, you know, this influencer or follow this person's rules or mm -hmm. do it the way they did it. And not understanding really like, hey, you are your own individual with your own life. You have your own obstacles. You have your own, you know, you might have kids, you might be in college, you might have some weird job, like whatever. You have things in your life that other people don't have. So to go after and copy someone else's healthy lifestyle does not make sense. We need to be learning what works for us and we just need to do that. Um, something my personal trainer always says is if you're thriving, we don't need to change it. It's like, why are we trying to fix something that's not broken? If you're thriving, keep doing it. If you're not thriving, then yeah, something is not working. Um, there is no one size fits all approach to life in general, but there's no one size fits all approach to health because we're all living with different circumstances. For example, Justin's a dad, you know, he can't, he can't follow someone else's way of living who doesn't have a child. It won't work. He will be constantly battling himself. So it's going to create friction. And then that's where we get to this place in life where we're just like, well, this is too hard. It doesn't work. Yeah, because you tried to fucking wake up at four o'clock in the morning every day because you saw someone else do it and go for a run just because you heard it was good. Right. But, but do you like doing that? Because if you don't like doing it, you're not going to do it. Nope. I tell people all the time, I'm a natural born rebel. And if anybody tells me what to do, I am going to make sure I do the exact opposite. <laughs> not gonna do it. Me too. Me too. So, <laughs> yeah, I think all of us on this show yeah. are right now. We're all natural born rebels, and I think that's really cool because we've all we all live different lives. You know, we all do things differently, um, and we're all thriving. So, I'm saying all this to say is, no matter who you are, no matter what you do, no matter what's going on in your life, you absolutely have control and you can live and build a healthy lifestyle. It just might, you just might need a little bit of creativity. You might need a guide to help you figure that out. And 
there's nothing wrong with asking for help because that's what we do as coaches. We help you figure out what you need by asking the right questions, by giving you the tools to try out. But we're not actually telling you what to do. We're just saying, hey, this could work. This is a thing. Why don't you try it out? Let's see how that goes. If it doesn't work, we throw it away and do something else. Um, so thank you for sharing. Um, Justin, what is your why? And why are you choosing to take this route in life? Uh, my why is really to spread as much love in this world as I possibly can. It has been that. It's been that way for a while. And when I say spread love, it's deeper than, you know, I love yous and things like that. It's love for yourself, love for your the people around you, love for people you've never even met, love for the physical body that you hold and, and th just allowing yourself to just be soaked in love is the best way to really put that <laughs> without it sounding, sounding a little strange, but yes. Yeah, I um, love that. And to go even further behind that is what I learned is for my life, when, I, when I've looked back on it, and I've spent a lot of time doing that, I've learned that for whatever reason, I was here, I was, I was here to teach. Uh, that's, that was my goal in, in life when I came back to this world. Um, that's kind of what it seems to be the case. Uh, I taught swimming lessons. I've taught all kinds of crazy things to people. I've taught martial arts to people. I've coached teams. Uh, I teach yoga now and coaching people now. I'm teaching people about their bodies, teaching them about their souls. And, and it's really something that just fills me with a lot of joy. And to see them take those life skills and transfer them over to other people and those people eventually find their way to me um is is truly incredible i just love the idea of the constant circle of giving yes each one teach one yes. um <laughs> my my goal in life is to reach one million people and i've said this ever since i started my coaching business and i am already doing it and i may even be halfway through my goal because every single time we help someone they take that knowledge and then they can go and help someone so on and so forth. So it's the gift yeah, that keeps. Exactly. It's the gift that keeps on giving. Um, see, this is why <laughs> on my show. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, okay. Let's talk about, um, as people, we have mastered our lifestyles. We're always learning, but we have mastered the art of knowing that taking care of ourselves is number one and everything else comes after that. What are you hoping to teach others about the mastery of oneself? Um, Tierra, let's start with you. I want to break, I want to teach people how to break down the misconceptions like y'all were saying earlier. It doesn't have to be a diet, fasting, overworking yourself in the gym, or just taking off from based off something you've seen or what looks well to you by looking at it. It's solely based on you figuring out you, what feels good for you, and what works for you. And that's the biggest step, I think, in, like, you know, self-mastery. Because yeah. once you do that, you're unstoppable, I believe. I really 100% believe you're unstoppable once you figure out how to live well for you. 
Amen. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yes. And it's that's cute. why that's why her business is called Masterpiece. Yeah. <laughs> I, love I love it. Every time every time I see your see that name on Instagram, I'm like, I love this name. This is great. <laughs> it also reminds me of Masterpiece. So I of course. back to my childhood in the 90s. Uh. <laughs> exactly. We know the good old nineties twerk music. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we've been twerking. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe y'all. Y'all been twerking. I ain't doing that. Right. I've, I've been working, okay, since the 90s. I was um, rapping Mystical's part. Mm. Yeah. If only I knew what he would turn into later in life. Mm. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. He, didn't, he didn't master his piece. No, he did not at all. <laughs> no, he did not. Justin, what, were, what are you hoping to teach others about the mastery of oneself? You kind of already hit it on your last, um, on one of your last answers to the question, but if you could wrap that up, what, what is your, the one thing I could put it into sum it into one word and it's balance. 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 Yes. Um, like I I've <laughs> it's it's really simple. I've gone throughout my life understanding something about that, that balance is just like the spice of life. Moderation is key. When I heard that as a kid, like I don't know, I guess maybe when I just did things and eat, minus my like cookie problem that I have with eating cookies. <laughs> Everything else is legit in moderation and it's the, and it's blended to a, a way that I can digest everything in my life. Um, yeah. And I think that's really important because we, one of the things I tell people when I work with them is that you got to learn to take some things off of your plate. You got to identify, is that really your problem or is it really someone else's problem that you're making your problem? And we've spoken to that all here. Um, and that was kind of the biggest part is just like, Hey, just, allow yourself to recognize not everything is on your plate and what is for you is totally digestible and it's easy. Just, you just have to take the time to find out what your balance is. Right. Yes. So, yeah. Amen. You know, I'm, uh, I'm listening to a new book on audible because um, right now in my current life, reading is just not working for me. So I've switched over <laughs> to listening to books and, um, something I've always believed is um, to follow the way of nature. And we have been programmed to think we are not of nature. We are completely separate from nature. And to me, it's just, it, compl- it makes no sense whatsoever. But when you look to nature, everything is balanced. Everything is balanced. And if we are of nature, this is where we come from. This is where we evolved from. We are just dust in the wind then we should be certain we should be searching for a balanced life and i would have to say that that is in a nutshell what i about mastering themselves their health their wellness is to seek balance because if you are an extremist on any end of the spectrum no matter what the habit is, no matter what the thing is, you are in extreme, you are in an extreme position. And being on the extreme end of something means it's in excess and it's too much. So we have to come meet ourselves in the middle rather than trying to be perfect or rather than just being on the completely opposite end of perfect. It's the same thing 
uh, when we talk about nutrition and how we eat, we should be eating balanced meals. This is how we create balanced hormones. This is how we create a balanced gut is by eating a balanced um, diet of all the foods and not and not really excluding one thing or another unless you're allergic or it completely causes issues in your body. But I, as a nutritionist, had a cookie today before I got on this podcast. <laughs> Don't tell me that. Balance. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. Right, Just my have cookie later. Yeah, right. I got to go have one now. <laughs> you can have the cookie. You need to have the cookie in order to sustain a healthy lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't just, you can't give it up. Now, obviously there's going to be context behind this, depending on who you are, where you're at in your life and what you got going on outside of that. But for the general population, balance, 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 balance is key. All right. So let's uh, move on to this last question. And then you guys uh, can interview me, ask me some questions if you have some. Um, well, I guess we kind of, we kind of just answered this, but I'll ask you again. <laughs> um, what is your biggest advice for other men and women wanting to master their wellness? So they haven't started yet. And they're, th- you know, we all think about it like, oh, I should probably eat a little better. I should probably stretch. I should probably work out. I should probably drink less. What advice would you give someone who has their foot halfway in the door but they're not there yet justin go ahead and give us your answer i would say start by changing how you speak um and don you know this yesterday when when you came to class i was talking about the power of words um and really when you're on the fence about something you say maybe probably i think i should and there's no definite part of it you have to be definitive and you have Mm -hmm. to just change how you speak about things um, and scale up for yourself. So you can start small, but as you build more confidence and belief and trust in yourself, you can then begin to start scaling more and more and more because there's, there's truly nothing stopping you besides you. Um, and that's kind of been the biggest block for, I think anybody when they first start is they're just like, they see a mountain and they're not quite sure what to do. So just start with, start with words, start saying, Tomorrow, I'm going to do this. Now you at least have some form of accountability. Not, oh, I'll just do it tomorrow. It's no, when I get up tomorrow, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. You put it in your head and it's going to, it just kind of rings in your ears. And then all of a sudden, when it's like whatever time you just set it for, you're going to, you're going to be like, you you literally have that fight or flight instinct kick in like, hey, am I going to do this now? Or are we, are we just going to skip it again? Well, no, you don't have to worry about that. You're going to do it because you already said, I won't, I'm going to do this. Set yourself up for success remove the word try it doesn't yes exist. big time that doesn't exist <laughs> listen to what yoda said y'all i know y'all nerdy y'all seen star wars <laughs> i had a cat named yoda <laughs> <See? laughs> Sierra, what would your um what would your biggest advice be for someone who again halfway in the door but they're not there yet and they're struggling but they're they're like i'm ready to do this i just i don't know how I believe Justin hit it on the nail. Just start. And it's definitely, like you said, delete the word try. I've told clients that, that text me, I'm trying all the time. I'm like, no, you're doing it day by day. Just Amen. start. It doesn't matter how small. It doesn't matter what that one step a day is you take. Because if you just start, even if it's a minute of doing maybe um a, 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 a one yoga move or whatever your starting mm-hmm. is, 
and what it looks like for you. Just starting day by day, you're going to add on to that as long as you're doing something. Yes. I love so, that. Yes. Start. And give yourself grace. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. That's the big part. Yes. 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 Definitely give yourself grace. Be nice to yourself. Uh, you don't have moments wow. when you are real, real unsure. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yes. <laughs> yes. Be nice to yourself while you're on this journey because it ain't for the faint of heart. It is It is hard work. And it's only hard in the beginning. But once you just start doing the things, you'll you'll get used to start doing the things and you'll keep doing the things. And one day you'll just figure it out. But, <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah, it, it just, it kind of goes like that. It's it does. the easiest hard yeah. work you'll ever do. For sure. Yeah, yes. Exactly. Yes. 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 Um, okay. So do you guys have any questions for me? <laughs> I have only one question. I'll let Tiara go first. Go ahead. And then I'll ask mine. Overall, for you in your life, um, what has holistic wellness just overall done for you as far as now it, now that it's a career and it's, just, it's become the gift that keeps on giving? What has that done for you on the inside? Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it has done so many things for me. Um, so... moved to Dallas about two and a half years ago and the theme of my life right now is meeting new people and having to remember that the person that I am today I was not her three years ago four years ago five years ago I was never this person um so I'm reminded all of the time that the decision I made eight years ago to 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 health been the best decision I've ever made in my entire life because every single year gets better. Every single year I make more money. Every single year I visit a new country, a new state. Every single year I just up level because I have mastered this area of my life where I know that I don't have to be perfect. I just have to do my best, take care of my mind, body, and spirit and all things will always fall into place. So on the inside, you know, I used to deal with um, really, or I wasn't dealing with it. I have really strong CPTSD, that's child uh, post-traumatic stress disorder from childhood trauma. And I often, back in the day, I was a really angry person. I mean, your girl was yelling and just trying to be heard. And I had a, I had the storm inside of me, you know, flipping between um, constantly disassociating through drugs and alcohol, through people, through food, places, just always escaping, always just ignoring and pushing down what was happening on the inside to now I live this very vulnerable life where I'm able to tell people today I'm sad and I need support or I'm able to admit as a coach, like I had a really shitty day yesterday and I did stress eat, but I don't feel guilty anymore. The guilt that used to live with inside the, the self-sabotaging behaviors that used to really run my life no longer exists because I have created these tools and I've also built this life around the person that I am. 
I don't do well working for people. I have decided I can never do that again because I can't, yeah, I don't tell me what to do because I'm not going to do it. So that doesn't work, <laughs> you know, when you have a job. Um, and so, you know, building this life and taking that route of holistic wellness and having this be my career has truly changed. I've, ch I, ch I mean, honestly, I, I feel like I changed almost every other day because I'm constantly learning about myself. I'm constantly healing old wounds. I'm constantly opening up old wounds and I'm allowing myself to be triggered, but also only in safe spaces. So it has dramatically changed um, my lack of accountability I had for myself. And it has made me, instead of going, shit, it's my fault. Yes, it's my fault. I can change this and have a brand new life. I'm excited. Where I see most people, they're not holding themselves accountable or don't want to admit that everything in their life that's happening kind of is their fault mm -hmm. um, to a certain extent. Or, and, or we're like upset because it's like, fuck, it's my fault. And that's as far as it goes. And I'm just like, yeah, it's my fault. That means I can change it. That's fucking great. Let's keep going. Life is good. So yeah. What about you? What's your question? So earlier we talked about uh, being in excess. Um, and I really kind of wanted to kind of pick your brain a little bit more about that. Cause I had it written down not too long ago, actually about this idea that, you know, people are not only are the can they be extreme in both directions when you work with someone that is extreme have you and well i should say this i'll when you have have you ever worked with someone to the extreme of too healthy right because you've worked with yourself on that situation but helping someone else recognize hey you can slow down what would you say to the person that came to you and was just like i think i'm I think I'm lost in this space of I work out really, really hard and that's really where I want to be. I, they're living, they're living in excess health because there is such a thing as excess health. Oh yeah. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Cue all of my clients. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and in, including most of society. Um, well, I first start off with, to know them on a deeper level outside of health and I would ask them questions about their childhood um, <laughs> I'd ask them questions about their current um, their current relationship with themselves and why they feel like they need to do these things I find that a lot of people overdo it on the cardios because they're actually really stressed or they're sad about something in their life and they're trying to escape it and mm -hmm. if you've ever done you know a high intensity interval training or you've if you've gone on a, a run a jog I don't I don't know this feeling because I don't run but you know runner's high I hear it's great see the runner's high yeah. <laughs> um, I hear I hear it's awesome, but I find that most people when when they're in this state of excess, um they are avoiding something and I typically ask questions about them that has nothing to do with food or exercise and get to know them on a more personal level, get to know some of their childhood traumas, their adult traumas, their teenage traumas so I can understand what is what is missing that they're trying to fulfill and um also explaining I, education is key you know once once you inform someone who is open to learning you know if, if someone hires me i take i think they're open to learning um 
I ask them, you know, or I, I, I educate them on what they're doing and why they're not receiving the results that they want. And I give them other options, other things to not be obsessed with, but other things to replace what we're taking away. Um, a lot of the times we fail when we want to get rid of things because we don't give ourselves something else to replace it. So struggle or some, I still kind of struggle with this. I have hardcore abandonment issues and the fear of losing someone was debilitating, but I have since learned in my life that anytime someone walks out of your life, whether you tell them to leave, they leave themselves or they just phase out. There's someone else on their way in. So Mm -hmm. that analogy and apply it to everything else everything everything so when it comes to um for example let's say someone's a binge eater well instead of just telling them to stop binging you have to give them something else um so that's my answer (laughs) i love it (laughs) yes awesome all right well this is a fun interview um I really appreciate the both of you for coming on my show today, sharing your stories um, with me and everybody else who's listening. So uh, we find you all on the socials. Tierra, what's your, uh, wh- where are you on the socials? What's your handle? How can we find you? I'm on all the socials. I mostly use Instagram. So we'll start there. It is master the letter P and then studios. So it stands for master P studios, but for Instagram, it is just master P and studios. I'm also on TikTok and I am yoga Tierra Renee and um, Tierra Renee is T-A-R-A Renee R-E-N-E-E. That one's a little harder. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I'm going to post um, their handles, how to find them. And if they have a website in the show notes, so anybody's interested in working with these lovely individuals which i highly recommend you do whether you're local um we're all in texas um or you are not local i believe both of them do virtual um sessions so justin how do we find you oh man (laughs) Uh, it's super easy because everything is my name literally um i'm on tiktok and instagram at the justin i uh sounds it's spelled just like it sounds honestly um, but I will spell it out. T-H-E-J-U-S-D-I-N-H-I-G-H. That's for TikTok and lovely Instagram. Uh, I don't, my Facebook is there, but I don't, I don't touch it. So don't worry about reaching out on that. Uh, I, I do have a website. I'll, I'll give that to, I'll get that to Don and you guys can check that out. Um, I'm working on a YouTube channel. It is, I've been recording content for it. I kind of, am just kind of building that until I have a full library and then we'll record that. It'll likely be the same as my name. So, because <laughs> it's just easier that way. Wonderful. Yes. So thank you all so much for coming onto my podcast, sharing your mastery with the world. Um, so we actually have a really big announcement to make. And um, <laughs> we're missing, we are missing one of our, our counterparts here, but she will be on an interview hopefully next week and you'll be able to get to know her a little more, but we're going to go ahead and take the heat on this announcement. So um, I'll give a little bit of backstory. You know, I know Tierra because she was one of my clients. I know Justin because we work at the same yoga, wow. Yoga Yoga studio. studio. (laughs) (laughs) I'm getting excited. (laughs) We we work at the same yoga studio. um, And, you know, I had an instant connection with both of them. Um, 
also Tierra came to my retreat and at the retreat me and Tierra were talking I was picking her brain because as um plan in the back of my head but it was not time to let that out just yet um so one day I had a conversation with Tierra then I had a conversation with Justin and we all decided we wanted to work together and we are putting together a beautiful master your wellness holistic retreat and we're all uh, going to costa rica this year so yeah somebody needs to make a song about costa rica can somebody do that rapper uh reggaeton artist just so we can They're play that sure. <laughs> Right, we I, had a Bali song when we were in. Yeah, I'm <laughs> sure there is a um, called uh, Pura Vida, and Pura Vida just simply translates to pure life. And I've pure been life. to Costa Rica before, and honestly, it's a beautiful place, and the people on that land embody that phrase. Um, so I'm so excited to put together this holistic wellness retreat for everybody. You're getting so many different pillars of health on this wellness retreat. It's all inclusive. You get to hang out with us in person. You get to take our yoga classes. You get to do mobility with Justin. We'll also have JT. She's our breath work specialist. We have um, Tierra. She's gonna be guiding you guys through meditation. Also doing yoga. I will be cooking because I love cooking for people. And also because I'm the nutritionist and that's my area of expertise <laughs> here. We are taking care of you, mind, body, and spirit. So if you want to know more about the retreat that we're hosting this year in Costa Rica in October, then head on over to our show notes. There will be all of our Instagram handles, TikTok, social medias, websites, and then we will also have a sign-up link for you to subscribe so that you can be in the know of the retreat when you're able to put down your deposit, how much it's going to cost, what it includes. It'll take you to our website, all that good stuff. So I'm going to end this episode like I do all of them. And remember to always eat, live, and play like you love yourself. I'll see you guys next time.